welcome to the Leaders Life Podcast, where we implement that old school grind with that new school mind. What is up, fam? I am your host, Amar, and excited to talk to you about today's topic. But before I do, I had to ask you something. How do you feel about hard work? Okay, let me rephrase that. How do you feel about something that is so difficult to do, you're capable of doing it, but you still somehow resist? If this is something you struggle to deal with, then keep on listening because I'm going to share with you a lesson that I learned about how hard work pays off and the pennies are what makes the dollars. So let's just dive right in. Since I was in diapers, my dad and his brothers, my uncles, have been in the supermarket business for over 40 plus years where they've run, managed, owned many and multiple supermarkets all throughout New York City. So my mother would send me to the grocery store every weekend and she would talk to my aunts as well to try to get to send their kids as well. Yeah, we looked at it as like a juvenile detention now, the more I think about it. But the cool thing is, is I would go every weekend and hang out with my cousin Gus, who's like a brother to me today, since we were sentenced to work with our dads every weekend. So we're about young teenagers right now. I'm not sure the age. I'm not sure, maybe 12, 13. And our dads gave us an opportunity to make money at the supermarket. No, we were not butchers. No, we did not work behind the deli. And no, we were not ringing up your food. We were packing grocery bags for customers. We worked for tips with no hourly hourly wage. Now, just so you're aware, the notorious B.I.G. Biggie Smalls packed bags at grocery stores before he became a legendary rapper. Just saying. So after years of mastering the bag packing, there was a science and strategy before you just pack bags. First off, you need to make sure you are packing for that veteran best experienced cashier. They are the clear favorite advantage for most customers. Think about when you're at a grocery store. Do you go to the fast one or do you go to the one that you know is kind of taking their time? So that's rule number one. Second rule was you always wanted the total of the change amount to be in the single digits. For example, the total comes out to $20.13. You knew you were getting 87 cents into that tip jar. But you also did cringe when you saw a total of like $20.92 because you were getting eight cents in your tip jar. That's kind of how it worked. So I remember clearly Gus and I would always want to fight for like the best spot to pack bags. So where the cashier would have to make the decision, which is where we had, where we learned at a young age how to kiss ass. Hey, what type of coffee do you like? Hey, what's your favorite treat? Yeah, so... (laughs) That's so funny that I'm thinking about that. But anyway, so from there, it was game time. And the rule of thumb is if you pack bags, you get coins. And if you pack boxes, you get dollars. What I mean by packing boxes is that you would take, uh, if you pack like a shopping cart full of groceries that required to put them in boxes to either bring them to their car or to their homes, which is where we were guaranteed a good old dollar bill, even sometimes two. And we would get so excited when we saw a big shopping cart pull up with groceries on top of the cart, under the cart, into the area where you put your kid. It's like, all right, we know we're going to get something good. And then we would also sometimes cringe when we see the basket customer. Yeah, I'm, call- I'm talking about the basket customer, the one who comes in for that quick one or two items and then ends up needing a basket because they're in a rush. So they just want to go. Yeah, they're not the best tippers back then. We would do this all day and stand on our feet for 12 plus hours to go home with some tips. 
we would know the good customers that would tip you good and the ones that didn't. But in this specific story, this is one of the great ones. And this amazing customers and her sisters, I will never forget. So I cannot wait to share with you this story. So they were regular customers, as I said, probably the best customers, come in every weekend and purchase hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of groceries. Well, let me be clear. The grocery would consist of cat food for their 30 plus cats, no exaggeration, 15 loaves of bread so they can feed the pigeons outside, a box of bird seeds to feed other birds, and a box of specific branded peanuts to feed the squirrels. Yeah, these animals were eating better than we were. And as I stated earlier, boxes equal dollars. And Gus and I knew that if we got this delivery, we would get some dollars. So with this specific customer, my cousin Gus and I would have to tag team to take the delivery to their house. Since they always spent fortunes, our dads made it clear to make sure we take care of these customers. So they lived about five New York long blocks away. So Gus and I would carry these boxes on hand trucks or dollies as you like to call what people use to move their boxes that's what we would do as teenagers young teenagers going through the streets of new york city now you have two kids delivering about 500 dollars worth of groceries literally dropping boxes as we're going through the streets and by the way we pull up to the house and it's an apartment building and they live on their fourth floor no elevator but the doorbell works so we ring the doorbell and we're let in. So as we're let in, and as I mentioned, they live on the fourth floor. So we have to take eight boxes, which is four boxes a piece, up four flights of stairs. So we climb and carry all the boxes up to the fourth floor, extremely exhausted. But we get there and we're waved in by one of the sweet sisters. So we walk towards the directions of the lady's apartment as she's waving us in and Gus and I are bringing the boxes into the house. Now remember, these boxes consist of bread, bird food, peanuts, and cat food. So as we're carrying the boxes in, we have cat, the cats jumping on our backs, jumping on the boxes. I mean, it was like a scene out of National Geographic's the way you had all these cats. No joke, 30 cats were in this two-bedroom apartment in New York City. And as we are finishing putting all the boxes, and as we're finishing putting all the boxes into their home after tripping over a cat, <laughs> after tripping over a cat, we are finally done. And the sweet lady asks for a favor. And remember what our dad said, you do whatever it takes to make these customers happy. So to give you a background of these amazing women and their sisters, they're about 60 to 70 years old with health issues. So of course, if they're gonna ask us to do something, we're gonna do it. So we're thinking, hey, maybe they want us to get the mail or hey, can you just bring the boxes down? Sure. But she asked me if I can move a dresser from the living room to the bedroom. And I say, of course. So as I'm doing that, I hear them ask Gus a favor but I didn't really catch what they were saying. So after I finished doing um, the dresser, I walk out and I'm looking for my cousin Gus and Gus is hanging out of the kitchen window trying to get their cat Lila who escaped. <laughs> 
I could not contain myself. It was just to fill you in on this window. This window had this like little roof area, which was completely unsafe, by the way. So seeing Gus out there trying to get poor little Lily, or Lila, where I forgot the cat's name at the time, I just could not contain myself. It was great. So after Gus was done playing firefighter, the big moment comes. We are done with our chores. We are done putting the boxes. We are done with just task in hand. And then the sweet old lady hands us $5 a piece. That's right, $10 divided into two. The highest tip any customer has ever given us till this date. We earned every freaking penny. Gus and I are walking back with our empty dollies with a swag because we just got our biggest payday. So we get back to the supermarket and business as usual, packing bags to fill up our tip jar. Now, Gus and I knew it was gonna be difficult, but we still stuck through it. I had many bumps, literally bumps, as we were carrying the boxes on dollies where the cat foods fell, that bird food and the peanuts and all that fun stuff fell off, but we still put them back on and kept on going without being discouraged. This is when I realized the value of money. How hard it was to earn a dollar and that the pennies in the tip jars are what makes the dollars. Working all day for loose change and then adding up at the end of the night making maybe $30, $40 as a teenager each weekend added up. Appreciated the value of money at a young age has brought me so far into life. Learning the value of money at a young age that school didn't teach you, you realize that if the penny is not good enough for you, then why do you deserve a dollar? Gus and I did this from when we were seven years old until our high school years, where today we are successful because we're not discouraged to do hard work because we always know it pays off. With that experience at a young age today, that helps me manage a multi-million dollar operation as well as teach and mentor hundreds of coaches each day on how hard work will always pay. Now I ask you, are you discouraged because you're not getting the results you want, but you're still putting in the hard work? Example, I've been exercising for three weeks and I still don't see the results. Or I just started this new business and waiting for the results, but it's just not coming in. Are you holding yourself back because of the roadblocks or setbacks? Or are you giving yourself excuses to quit because it's just too hard? Remember, the harder you work for something, the greater you'll feel when you achieve it. Successful people are not gifted, they just work hard, then succeed on purpose. I've learned that anything in life worth having comes from patience and hard work. And then Kobe Bryant said it best, great things come from hard work and perseverance. No excuses, hard work, Freaking pays off. And that is that. Thank you so much for showing up and listening. Please click on that subscribe button so you don't miss out. And please, please, please share this with your family, friends, and tribe. And if you think this is valuable information, please share it on social media and tag me at Leaders Life Podcast. You all freaking rock. Remember, why not you? Why not now? Thank you so much for listening. Keep being you, and I hope you have a great, great day.